Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Apsok. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. And we're here to take a special look at... Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the video game Star Wars Jedi Fallen. It has a pretty long title, but it's a <laughs> game that's been talked about, celebrated, and we're going to take a deep dive ourselves here on this game. Joseph, get in here and let's talk video games. Yeah, it's so much fun to be able to talk all about the old video games, and we are going to talk uh, total spoilers, full spoilers. Right. Uh, I, yeah. I pause for a second because out outside your studio window, 
a Star Wars like military helicopter is flying. <laughs> it's one of those uh, I figure yeah. what they're called, but the two the two uh, rotator weird ones there. Yeah, I can feel this one in my sternum, so it's yeah. probably picking up on the. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's not a. It's yeah. not a dropship uh, full of inquisitors, so we will be okay. It's just part of the glamour of Hollywood. Of Hollywood. Sometimes you see a character actor buy an ice cream at the grocery store, and many times uh, a thousand helicopters suddenly fly over your apartment. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So, Who knows? But let's let's dive in here. Yeah, uh, I want to just get your big picture reaction to the game. The like yeah. actually is a video game. I think you you've said this uh, other places. There's the mm. there's the video game of it. There's the story of it. What was your big picture reaction? I think it's, I'm very happy you divided that up. Yeah, the game itself uh, was not my favorite. Uh, I, I just it's just not my favorite style of game. Uh, Uncharted. I've played. I stopped playing that series. Uh, I joke that I'm a dumb man who can't figure out the puzzles, but I just lose my patience for it. And then I found this, the action in here, either too difficult because I couldn't master the pairing. And, and we're not, you know, I'm not a gaming expert, but I do game a lot. Um, I'm not bad, but I just couldn't right. master it. And then I lowered it to story mode. And then I was almost lulled into a boredom sleep level of hack stormtrooper, hack stormtrooper, move on. And it just was lather, rinse, rinse, repeat. So I'm coming, starting with a negative point of view, <laughs> but I really, but we're not talking story here. We're talking about gameplay, but I know a lot of people really loved it and found the fights great. And I think you were probably a little bit more positive on it than I was. I just found myself constantly going, even my girlfriend noticed one night, she goes, I've, I've never thought I'd leave the, live to see the day where you weren't excited to sit down and do something Star Wars related. Cause I, at one point said, it was like, I got to finish this game because we're going to do a review. Yeah. And she, it just took her back <laughs> a little bit. So I just got to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah. totally understand. For me, on the actual like gameplay, there yeah. were some major hits in there, some things that I find just personal taste frustrating to. Yeah. Uh, I actually think the combat was great. Okay. Because uh, the, the parrying thing, I mm. feel like, yep, that's a specific kind of gameplay that you need to, it needs to be about timing and you need to enjoy mm. mastering the timing. I didn't parry much and I found other ways to kill. Mm. Uh. <laughs> well, once I got forced push or pull, then that was, then the game had a little bit of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But, but I do, I have played enough bad video games and I have played some not great star Wars video games that I did appreciate that when I hit a button, it did the thing it was supposed to do. Sure. I like that you could easily shift targets. Um, I liked that. Yeah. Your force abilities depleted, but if you use them, well, you could stay, uh, you know, mm. powered up in the force and, and, and be able to do lots of cool, fun force stuff. Um, I haven't played Uncharted, played a ton of Legend of Zelda over the years. I really like puzzles, okay. particularly when you know you're in a puzzle, when you're just like, whoops, I'm in a room and I got to move some balls somewhere yeah. or throw some candles at something. Yeah. There's a piece to me when you're like, you know, it's not combat. Mm. And you know the story isn't going to move forward until you figure it out. Yeah, I, I enjoy the puzzles. It's a it's a Legend of Zelda thing. So so those were uh, two good things for me. Uh, this isn't my favorite way to lay out maps. Right. Um, so I like that when you're playing it, it's a complex map, and you get pulled through. You're like, oh, you fall down here on yeah. Dathomir, and then oh, you need to break open that door. Oh, but then there's a trap door. And and the first time you play through, like sure, because the game is leading me where I need to go. Yeah. But I am obsessive and I want to collect the crates and that. So then when you go back and you're like, how the hell do I get from point A to point B when the story isn't pulling me physically through the space? Mm. I'll liken that to Legend of Zelda too. Like in lots of Zelda games, areas are just open. You go, well, I'll go up the hill and I'll go to the left or the right. But you get back into the dungeon and it's the same thing of like Mm -hmm. when I first made way 
made my way through here, there was a linear path yeah. through it because it, it was demanded by the puzzles. But yeah. now that I'm going back, it's like, yeah, boy, how do I get up there? It, yeah. And I, and I don't find the map that you can got, get in the pause program. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's harder. It's hard, too hard for me to differentiate the levels from one another. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, the map itself was a little bit of a frustration for me. Yeah. Total tasting. It's, I, it's designed great. Oh, it's, and it's, it's a beautiful game. Me. Like I love a lot of stuff. Um, I just experienced that. I just, I just experienced what we talked about because I went back to Elam yeah. uh, after winning the game because I, I, I'm going to try for hundred percent, but it's like, yeah, let me go back there because I heard there was something I needed to see and I saw it. Um, and then I tried to get, some, and I got lost and was really frustrated and it took me a while and I'm like, but I've already been through here. Yeah. How can I be lost, Why when, am I, I lost? when I quote unquote beat this yeah, level? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, ah, I can't find that place again. So can you? I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm at the uh, one place on Ilum where it's like, you have, you've got all the secrets. You've got all the chests. It's still 98%. It's 98% explored. So yeah. it's like, there's some damn little corner yeah i can't find to stand on for two seconds two seconds or you know, swimming yeah. some swimming hole uh, oh, yeah, you went the wrong direction I, i've swum in so many holes yeah. swam yeah uh in lots of holes uh so those are kind of overall mm-hmm. there's some frustrations some stuff we love to the right, gameplay right. do you have any favorite moments in gameplay where you did go like i'm enjoying playing this video game not about story but about yeah. like this this gameplay was, <laughs> was fun <laughs> Walking around in the at a walker and just blowing everything up. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty is fun. Pretty good. That's why Ken don't like no puzzles um, <laughs> like that. I did once. I once I got like like all the powers or at least a good amount of powers available to me. Then it does become very fun. Uh, yanking stormtroopers over to you. Yeah. And in. So the, 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 the battle wasn't, uh, the combat wasn't completely a waste on me. I did yeah. enjoy it. I just, uh, it, I am a hack and slasher. Um, so a lot of that. And, and when I had the moments to pause and, and, and walk around and not feel like I had to get somewhere. I was being just chased. appreciate the yeah. artwork and the location you were in. It's it, I'll try not because it's not, it, it's not, you cannot directly compare these games, but this to, to red dead redemption or red dead redemption two, it's not the same style. I know mm-hmm. I'm, I know it's not, but I, that is more my style where there are times I just get on my horse and walk to a cliff and stare out Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> go to a town and just, have a meal and take a bath and play a card game. And I love that because I get so lost in that. Yeah. And I didn't get lost in the worlds as much. Again, totally different styles. Yeah. Don't come at me for that. Um, but I love when I was, I gave myself those moments. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely had a couple of those moments. I think I took a screenshot, uh, a couple different places, but standing right outside the temple on Dathomir at one point in a big, weird hmm. moon or, or yeah. other celestial body hanging in the sky and strange, uh, yeah. statues, some beautiful shots like that for gameplay for myself. Uh, I really like the puzzle where you had to throw candles around because <laughs> that's one of those just sort of like fantasy like yeah yeah uh, it, it's always a, a fulfilling thing again for me a lot of gaming is 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 defined by zelda but like yeah. the fun of like oh i lit that thing up with fire and now noise and something opens up so it yeah. brought back those memories and also just as like it, that's a fun force power to use is like i'm gonna summon fire, fire over here yeah and then throw the fire at something i like that mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i i'm not as huge of a fan of fighting big beasts so it, you know not a huge amount of joy out of that no. but i like fighting a bunch of baddies so yeah. that part towards the end when you're on uh, in the inquisitor fortress 
and you get to the Inquisitor training area. Yeah. And just uh, dozens of, yeah. of different level villains are thrown at you, and it's just a, a marathon. I love that. I, I wish I could just hit. I just want to play that. Yeah, I'm with you. Because then you can, like, you're, you're strong enough in the force that you really have lots of choices. You have yeah. lots of abilities. So you can get that. Mm-hmm. that real fun fantasy of like, Ooh, can I slow down the blaster? Then pull this guy over yeah, yeah. in front of the blast and get him shot. And then try to use this cool lightsaber slash. And Ooh, can I dodge just right to kick this one guy in the knee? Yeah. Like that stuff's really fun. Yeah. I did. Li- I did like that one. Yeah. I did like that one. It is a good one. All right. So that's a little bit of the gaming where I think we might be a little bit more critical than, yeah, than yeah. others because of taste, but yeah. let's get into the story, which was lighting people up online. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is your big picture reaction to the story? I grew to really like it. And I didn't, I said, so right from the beginning, I was like, Ooh, I like this. I like the setup of, uh, being on, uh, was it, uh, Braca? Yeah. The, the planet. I, I was like, Oh, this makes a total, total sense of taking ships apart. And you know, you get to see, all right, that's the ship from the thing I like. And I, I, and, and the recency of the clone wars, the you recency, really feel that. You feel, oh, you really do. You really do. Uh, so I liked, I liked that. But then I suddenly got into, I don't know what it was. Cal Cal didn't grab me right away as much as say Iden Versio did. Yeah. Where I really love the character of Iden Versio. I like the character Del Mico a lot. And he did not grab me as much. In the end, though, I'm on board with him. Okay. Uh, I do like the characters that join the way, uh, join along the way. So I really started to grow into the story. And, you know, in our Discord server, the Force Center Discord server, you can access it through Patreon. A lot of great conversations about what the story meant to a lot of our listeners. And and it does, and we'll get to the bigger themes, I'm sure, but it's just the, the focus on failure again, which mm-hmm. is an interesting, powerful lesson, ties the last Jedi, but also trauma. And the recovery and how you recover from trauma or don't recover and how you – I, by the end of it, really loved that aspect of it. Um, and I was surprised. Fun, like I didn't – even even as of a couple days ago when we did – there's a recording. A Star Wars ranked episode is going to come out in January with Billy Patterson. And I listed a character from this game. Ooh. To my surprise, as I was making the list, so you know, you, you do a thing, you're like, let me talk about it. this is grabbing me right now. And then in talking about it, I realized how much I loved the moment in the story. Yeah. And even surprised myself, like, oh, okay, this this got me more than I thought while I was frustrated at falling off of rocks and grass. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Okay, cool. Well, I can't wait to hear a little bit more about uh, that mm-hmm. moment for you. Uh, I, I'm with everybody else. I think the fact that this was a game about trauma, in PTSD in particular, mm-hmm. I thought it it really felt like literally when faced with trauma, it, yeah. he, Cal, and you flash back to those moments yeah, and yeah. actually had to like work through them and play through them. And I liked that it was honest about how awful order 66 was it was a really good sequence. It had to be for all of these people. Um, mm-hmm. and just that idea that, well, yeah, you get knocked down, but you got to keep going. It's something that we tell ourselves a lot in storytelling sure. because it's an important thing to hear and it's hard to hear. But that idea of tying it really, it's really specifically of like, look, no, it's okay. That's what a, a Jedi does is mm-hmm. you got hurt really bad and it's okay as long as you don't stop. Right. As long as you keep moving. And uh, I, it, it was one of those moments where I needed that storytelling. I 
was busy trying to get through this game. Mm-hmm. I had just defeated the Night Sister mm-hmm. on Kashyyyk, yeah. which was a fun battle. Literally, Cal force pushes her off, and I get an email, I see, with bad news. No. With, yeah. like, real, like, mm. oh, man, I was mm. hoping that was going to happen. And that yeah. little bit of, like... That news could send me into a spiral because yeah. I was really hoping for that, and, yeah. it's, and it's not going to happen. Mm. Mm. And I had that moment of like, ah, now I'm that now I'm going to always remember that when I <laughs> this game, and then like the like immediate following scenes that I played through mm. were all these lessons of like, yeah, got it. You got to pick yourself up. You know, you're you're not. Yeah. You know, one thing that happens to you doesn't define you. You define you. And it was like, oh, wow. Thanks, video game. That's exactly <laughs> what I needed to hear right now. Yeah. Uh, so I think this story has many, many layers of uh, of power and, you know, getting getting to play Cal as a Padawan and high five in his order 60, his uh, uh, his clone yeah, trooper buddies uh, yeah, before yeah. they knowing they're going to turn on him. Uh, there's a real power in playing through that. Uh, quick, but I, I, that was one of the a moment that was uh, a sequence that was spoiled for me. But no, oh. but no, but no intentional. No one went out of the way. I just I think I, I grabbed a hold of it and saw it and was like, oh, they did something. Order sixty six. So when the, that sequence starts and I turn the corner, you high five the clone. I went, oh no, <laughs> oh this has got to be it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> You have fun with your training, Cal. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, no yeah. so awful. Yeah. Um, well, along those lines, I wanted to ask you which specific moments hit you the strongest. We talked kind of big picture about that mm-hmm. tale of everybody going through trauma, but but what were the moments that grabbed you? I. So I the, the character I really ended up. It's weird, yeah. So it's a lot, a lot of second sister stuff. Okay. So when she reveals herself what i would say pretty early on yeah like you, you're like oh boom helmet's off damn uh suddenly that was the first point that i kind of leaned forward was like feeling frustrated maybe not connecting to the story as i thought and i leaned forward and was like oh what do we have here uh and the fact that she you know the grand inquisitor used to be a Jedi temple guard everything you, you get where they all come from but this was now in your face yeah like oh oh sh- the, the seer who's helping you didn't tell you and immediately just that was powerful and then so how seer had to kind of deal with that and then and kind of you know i i was suddenly was into that part of the story of like oh uh, trilla's uh, lying she's got to be lying and and to find that there was probably some truth to what was said and this and this is what she went through and to get that story unfold and all leads to her uh, uh trilla's moment of her recovery from trauma in the way at the end is to kind of uh, you know, accept her fate, I think, accept her mistakes, but then uh, the, the words would uh, avenge us. Yeah. Powerful moment to me. Um, explain a little bit. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about when Vader returns and how I went, thank God, but for a different reason. Um, and that, that is what got to me more that, that series of events, uh, Trilla's arc, Trilla's arc, the truth, even seer. And I, by the way, Deborah Wilson plays her. I used to love watching her on mad TV. She's okay. great. So happened. She's in Star Wars. Um, so I, li- I liked it. Just it had a little bit of a wrinkle, some familiar Star Wars themes, even going to Luke and, and Ben Solo right now. But but I, once all that was more powerful than anything Cal went to for me. Yeah. And I think it was powerful in the big picture to tell this story where in the Skywalker saga, we've seen characters go through trauma, certainly, mm-hmm. but kind of be manipulated emotionally yeah, to the yeah. dark side. So to hear like, hey, my story is my master gave me up. Mm. And then 
it wasn't a let's probe, probe at your psyche. They tortured me till I broke, yeah. till I knew nothing but hate. Makes mm-hmm. it really visceral and a really different uh, look at yeah. falling to the dark side. Yes. Rather than, oh, I was afraid I would lose something or I got angry and went too far, but just like yeah. physically tortured to a breaking point to where I can't feel yeah. any. I remember that I felt something else at some point. Yeah. But I don't know anything but hate. And it's the person who is supposed to protect me's right. fault is that's powerful. And yeah. it happens and it happens. And yeah, that's what all into that moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Um, that, that was powerful to me. Um, I think everything on Ilum mm-hmm. just as soon as they said, we're going to Ilum. I oh, love, I yeah. love that he smashed the crystal. I nerded out to my wife and was yeah. like, I, I gotta go to Ilum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And I, I love that whole gathering arc of Clone Wars. So just that like really cool. This is why I play a Star Wars game. So I get to be there. Mm-hmm. I get to do it. That it's was not great. just on the screen happening passively in front of me. I'm melting that ice wall. Um, mm. But uh, I, I really connected to, you know, Cordova. I really liked him. He's just really likable. Yeah. And so I was already, I think there's a little bit of that. His sort of like, ooh, mm. I'm researching this old thing uh, ties to, uh, a lot of Lovecraft stuff I like. Okay. And specifically Lovecraft uh, inspired video games called Cthulhu video games. We were trying to find old ancient things and some professor mm-hmm. is looking into something they probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be. So there's <laughs> a lot in that yeah. story that I liked. Uh, so building up to that moment where uh, Cal finds his crystal, yeah. it breaks. And so does he. Yeah. Of like, I can't possibly go on. And then to have BD one be the one to be able to get him back by like, let me show you what I sacrificed, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when, yeah. you know, has been saying my friend, he was talking to me. Yeah. He loved me yeah. and I wiped out everything I've ever known because I thought it, I thought it would be the best way to make yeah. sure there was a future. So, Hey, if I could do that, yeah. Could you maybe get up <laughs> like, yeah. and to have that come from a relationship between a droid and this old Jedi master who'd gone his own way. It's like, it's a bunch of familiar Star Wars themes remixed in a really moving way. Yeah. It, it was late night, had some whiskey, but there were also uh, some no. tears. No, no, no. From I mean, that, t- you know, and, and the symbolism of him going just because the crystal is broken doesn't mean I can't still use it is like great. I'm glad you brought that up because B- BD1 again, Ben Burp doing the voice, all that stuff. That's uh, oh, so yeah, great. That's just Star Wars on a, on a history. Star Wars level. Uh, and, and look, without a doubt, that BD one to me is is a, is a dog, right? It's just it's it's oh, yeah. bouncing around like a puppy. Uh, my girlfriend, who just uh, can't not react to cute things, is in, uh, she walks in the living room and is like, "Oh my god, is that a dog droid?" Like I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it right in your back?" <laughs> uh, that was a problem. And, and, and uh, Cordova's. Uh, I've been reading the the uh, Jedi Temple, uh, Jedi Fallen Order uh, prequel comic book. Awesome! Series. Can't wait to get into that. Yeah, you you it, and um, that went from like me going, "Oh, this seems pretty good." I finished the game and I went back and read it. it was like, oh man, I really like this more now. Um, and he's he's so good in that. And I loved the I loved him kind of like he had this like kind of like I, I the the Jedi Order's doing some stuff. I think like, yeah, there's just some things I don't agree with. I like going in the past to learn from it. And I love this obsession. There's yeah, you're right. There he's an underrated new Jedi man. Yeah, I'd love to see some more Cordova stuff. Yeah, and I just yeah, you get to that, yeah that moment was it was a great moment. Yeah, powerful, mm-hmm. uh, powerful stuff. And then you get to have that, I think, tied to the gaming of like, now you've got your full lightsaber, choose any color you want that was uh-huh. added and, to that moment. And you chose? I chose blue in the moment. 
Okay. But I had a moment of, of like, maybe I should have chosen yeah. something new, but I wanted to choose right. the classic. And then I was so delighted that, oh, I get to call, I get to change. Yeah. And I changed it to yellow for the rest of the game. Interesting. Because I just wanted to try something new and I got really attached to the yellow because Cal was sort of like, yeah. I'm the symbol of, I'm, I'm protecting nice. what, what had been the Jedi Ooh, and protecting uh, them the that. way the, the temple guards did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went purple. You went purple. Oh. I, at first, I, the inertial missile switch, I went green. You know, okay. love the green. And when I had the choice, I was looking through, looking through, and I was like, you know, I've never played with the purple. So you never, went, I've never gone the way of Mace. You I, went I the went way purple. of Mace. Yeah. So you used some Vapod. Yes. <laughs> Fighting style. Um, I wanted to just uh, kind of touch in on the on the new characters, because there was a ton of new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list I came up with, we got Cal Kessis, of course, uh, Sarah Junda, mm-hmm. Grease Dritus, uh, mm-hmm. Night Sister Marin, BD-1, Enor Cordova, Jero Topal, Cal's uh, master, Prof, uh, Cal's pal who gets killed early on. There was uh, Sork Tormo, who's an Umbaran and the uh, the leader of the Haxian brood crime gang. Mm-hmm. Taryn Malakos, the fallen Jedi, uh, who loves to be shirtless and fight with you on Dathomir. Uh, and the second sister, uh, Trilla Sunduri, who you mm-hmm. talked about a little bit. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk about returning canon characters as well. But I believe those characters were all new, except yeah. for that comic book. Out of there, who who we talked about a little bit, but who spoke to you? Um, BD one, uh, Cordova, we talked about, but they're very, uh, uh, very good. I, so I like Sork Tomo. I like that sequence. Really. That's when the game, I almost threw the, the controller through. And I think I was <laughs> Twitch streaming that part and I had to turn it off cause I realized, oh, people are watching a side of me. I don't show a lot. Oh. I, had, I had a little temper flash. Was that when you initially ended up there? I ended up there because I had it on a higher level, um, uh, like the, the Jedi Master level or something. Oh. And, and just all those creatures in the in the in the Gladiator sequence were killing me. So that's when I was like, I'm going to basic beginner level just to get through this because <laughs> I'm, I'm having. But I, I somehow about like the character. I wouldn't mind him or that sequence in some kind of live action form or something. Yeah. Like it was fun to me. Really did like Second Sister Night Miss Night Sister Marin. I really like. I think there's a tragic beauty to the character and what she goes. Her, her recovery from trauma. I think it's a beautiful moment with her and Cal at the when she yeah. turns around. Um, yeah, I, I you know there's, I, I also would probably try to date Night Sister Marin. So it just there was a base level of like hey, this is every girl I liked in my twenties, uh, witchy <laughs> goth girl. So. There, there was some strong. Were you a young, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, sexually aware person in the nineties? Yeah, Night Sister Marin. It's like there, there was there was a vibe there. I think uh, yeah for for many people of um, many genders and sexualities. I think just have there's to, something about Night Sister Marin that was part of my journey through the game. Yep. Uh, but all, but you're not alone. But her story, like when she kind of has her kind of turning point, I, I thought that was really good. Yeah, and and I considered her. Everyone did a really good job. I considered her. Oh gosh. Her name is like Tina something. She's a Russian actress. I thought she did the best acting in the game. She really brought it out. That yeah. scene between her and Cal where they bonded over both being the last of their kind. Yes. Great yeah. Star Wars themes of, of her trying to see things from his point of view of like, mm-hmm. all I'm trying to do mm-hmm. is, you know, defend this list of children. Yeah. And her going like, I can really relate to that. Yeah. And in fact, I don't want to just stay here in a grave. Mm-hmm. I want to see the galaxy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so, so powerful and so cool. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this specifically. I want to go and play the game again so I can enjoy Sarah entirely because I kept expecting her 
to turn. I mm-hmm. kept expecting it to be the story to be, it's a manipulation that she is, she doesn't want to do this for some reason. So she's manipulating you into getting, I kept expecting to get the holocron and then be attacked by Sarah. And I don't know if that was a red herring. I don't know if that was just me being a paranoid video game player. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really happy that wasn't the story. And yeah. she was just a person who, Hey, here's the trauma from the Padawan's view. Here's the trauma from a master's view. Now, now they can be master and Padawan together and heal together. Yeah. I far prefer that story than what I feared. Yeah. But I kept being distracted by it. I had the same uh, same. I, I had the same kind of feeling. I, I thought uh, Grease was selling us out all along oh, the way. Yeah, I mean, he's got a gambling problem. He's got a gambling problem. And so I thought he really, really, when that when I'm on in Sork Tomo's uh, Gladiator Arena, I'm like, I think he even yelled it on the stream. I was like, I knew Grease would do something <laughs> to it. But yeah, there's a little bit, because because of the way the game the game goes, and she, there it's every time she's like, cool, good luck with your mission. We'll be here to the point where you're just are naturally kind of like, Hey, yeah, like, you got a lightsaber too. Yeah. You get out here. Yeah. You, you don't want to use the force too. You're just standing yeah. around. Yeah. 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 And even, even though, yeah. So I know I've shut myself off, but I don't care. Come out here. Well, flip the switch there yeah. and help me out. Cause I'm getting my ass so kicked by I, frogs. I felt that a little bit too. Oh, that frog. Oh, the first one. <laughs> the oh. first frog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, and I really like where it came to. I like that she opened herself yeah. back up to the force in order to to knight Cal and uh, all of that. All right, let's move on to some of the returning canon characters. We had Tarful. Yeah. We had Saw Guerrera. We had the Ninth Sister, Masana Tide, uh, who appeared in the Vader comic book. Mm-hmm. The Purge Troopers were also introduced in the Vader comic book. They are the last of the clones. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know that person known from canon, Darth Vader. <laughs> so uh, out of those characters, did anybody... Uh, really pop for you? Did they all feel like they belonged there and weren't just there to, be, to throw in some? Yeah. Hey, you know that person. Night Sensor, Perch Troopers. Like, Perch Troopers are so video, Star Wars video gaming. They're so yeah. Star Wars Force released. And so I'm not a huge fan of them, but uh, no, 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 no light nights uh, sleep lost with me. Uh, Night Sensor's fine. So I love Saw Gerrera. So I love getting a little bit more with him. And this one really leaned into sawing all right. Sawing all there, and Saw does some things we don't like, and I was okay because that's the character. Yeah, I really liked that he was just yeah. like, "Yep, we rescued the Wookies. Nope, losing battle. Bye, bye." So that because 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 I had that, I was like, "All right, you're putting them here on a planet where the, the the natives are enslaved, and Saw would probably have a problem with that." So up, oh, things are going wonky in his brain, and so I, I did like it. I liked it. Uh, I love the appearance of Tarful. I actually was bummed that Tarful didn't, didn't do more. Didn't do more, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, Tarful basically said, "Your princess is in another castle." <laughs> yes, it. I was just like, I don't have it, but maybe check out here. I, I was bummed, and this was during the early parts where I was a little more frustrated with the game. I was, I was a little like, I don't get to talk to Tarful much or play with him. Yeah, okay. But my favorite was Darth Vader, and here's here's why. Because <laughs> not only love Vader. By this point, I'm into the story. By by this point, it's the end of the game. But and so I'm in the middle of the final fight or the final sequences. We're on was it Nur Nur uh, Nur the moon Nur the moon the moon of Nur. Um, and I, I had this thought as I'm playing in real time. Wait a minute, you're telling me that two of the Inquisitors are chasing a known Jedi and potentially another one. One is a mass former master, and you're telling me Palpatine, Tarkin, or Vader weren't like. Let's check this out. As I'm thinking that in my head, going, if if this flies under the radar of all those people, I'll be upset. Vader starts showing up, and I went, oh, thank you. Oh, okay. I'm so happy to say, oh, no. I had, I wish I had your experience. 
so the the game comes out on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had stuff to do on Friday, but like I downloaded it Friday night, so right. on Saturday morning I could play it. Pajamas on, right? Midday on Friday, I'm getting ready to go do the thing I need to do, yeah. and a notification of a YouTube video. Darth Vader in oh. Jedi Fallen Order. It's the title. It's a picture of him, and it is less than 24 hours since uh, the game came out. And that's yeah. the kind of thing that does piss me off. Yes. Like, uh, it's... Give in to your yes, I, I should have done it a long time ago. I turned off many, many yeah. different push notifications. It was like, literally, like, I was brushing my teeth with my phone on the sink and just, <laughs> bang, spoiler. And like, you can make those videos without putting that yeah. in the title, right? I Less mean, than 24 hours after the video game is yeah, available. You can, but uh, they want the, the mm. SEO clicks. And I, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that well, one, I don't, I, Ilum was spoiled for me. Um, uh, well, I guess I'm lucky there. I did yeah, not get Ilum spoiled. Ilum was spoiled. So I was kind of like, oh, cool. Now we're going, I, I think Dathomir was spoiled, but I think I probably, I don't know, for some reason I guessed, uh, but the Vader one wasn't. And so I had that uh. very, I'm telling it was real time. You're telling me that Darth... Oh, there he is. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And it, when I was uh, doing that last battle against yeah. uh, against Trilla um, before Vader shows up, mm-hmm. um, Sarah was making dinner. And yeah. she's like... And I was the same thing of like, I'm loving this game, but I, I got to finish it. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, how close are you? And I was like, I don't know. I think Darth Vader is going to come after yeah. me in a moment. <laughs> and it's either going to be real quick or it's going to yeah, take yeah. me a while. How did you feel that they used Vader as the unstoppable force that you can knock over, you can distract, you can send your cute droid to try to drill into his machinery, but like you're, you're not going to go lightsaber, lightsaber. I got some points on him. Yeah. I, I cause then as he's here, I'm like, okay, how, how does this play out? Cause, and I, I love that he, he, you, you just, the things he did were pretty awesome. It, yeah. was, it was rogue one hallway Vader times 10. Right. And I, I was really happy with Vader's use. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved that. He was just this terrifying yeah. unstoppable force and, and that they still make you feel engaged by mm-hmm. having to actually, you know, hit, hit the buttons, uh, to stop him. I, I like the night sister. I think she really, uh, mm-hmm. added to the story of how awful this inquisitor yeah. program is her line about like, well, pff, I'm mutilated. Doesn't gonna, not gonna hurt me if you mutilate me more. Yeah. I'll just use a different hand after you cut her hand off. It's, eh, it's pretty awful. Um, location. So we talked about this a little bit. Uh, we got Braca, which had also appeared in uh, Resistance Reborn book. Mm-hmm. Bagano, uh, the mm-hmm. home of <laughs> large frogs and bouncy, cute creatures, and not sleaze Bagano, but Bagano. not sleaze Bagano, but just <laughs> plain old Bagano. That's that's yep. clearly where he's from. Uh, Zepho, the place mm-hmm. of many returns. Uh, Kashik, Dathomir, Ordo Eris was the uh, name of the asteroid base of the Haxian brood, and Sork Tormo, uh, and then Ilum, and Nur. Uh, mm-hmm. the fortress inquisitorious mm-hmm. on the moon Nur. so which of these were you most excited to visit hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, Ilum. Once I kind of heard about it and then once I started to go, once it opened up, I was like, like, uh, this is, this is. You know, because quite frankly, I've been on, I love the gathering sequence, but I have been on the Starkiller Basis Ilum train for a long time. Yeah. Like just been me and Alex Damon text back in the day. Like it's got to be, it's got to be, right? It's got to be, got to be. <laughs> so I just wanted to go there. But just like you said, once I got there, it w- wasn't about Starkiller Basis for me. It was once I got there, it was like, wow, I'm walking around this Ilum, place that yeah. I, I love that episode and everything. So really felt that. Um, uh, I actually learned to love Zepho. At first, I was really <laughs> frustrated with Zepho. I think it's great. Uh, and then, oddly enough, most disappointed by Kashyyyk. Yeah. I don't know what yours was. My Mine was just all just a little personal expectations. It's my favorite thing on the battle, one of my favorite levels on Battlefront okay. games. Yeah. And that always comes across to me as a forest on a beach. And this one was weird, enchanted forest. I'm not saying that was a bad choice yeah. or wrong, but for me, I was like, I don't, it's not that, it's not the Kashyyyk I grew up thinking about. So I have to release my expectations. Okay. That's where my brain you, they're, they're in the holiday special. There's not a lot of bouncing on huge flowers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I liked the, I, I like Kashyyyk once you started to get into some of the story stuff and you, you got into the origin tree and saving the rare bird. Uh, oh, and, I like you that, know, bird. Th- that stuff. That stuff was great. For me, uh, Ilum, 
not only did I love the just, Ooh, I get to be there. I had that same tension you're talking about with Vader, the canon tension of like, mm-hmm. this is so great. This is so cool. It should be crawling with Imperials. Yeah. So once the Imperials suddenly, not only did they show up, but you saw that trench mm-hmm. kind of yes. construction it was like, Oh wow. Yeah. It looks like this is where they're going. I think that might be one of my, the true big highlights of the game for me is walking out onto that platform yeah. and going, thank you for having this place crawling with Imperials and all oh, thank you for that shaft. Yes. 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 <laughs> that shaft of confirmation <laughs> that Ilum and Starkiller base are one in the same. Yeah. That is uh, so great. Uh, I wanted to shout out uh, Ordo Eris uh, just for that actual game move of, Oh, you thought you were doing one thing. You got captured and you got nothing. Uh, classic star wars game dark forces that i played Mm -hmm. back in the day on playstation yeah there's that famous scene where you get captured and when all your stuff is taken away and you just jumped into a pit with a dragon that you have to punch out (laughs) because that's all you got left so i liked that uh that allusion to that that old game uh all right uh let's look at some canon stuff the reveals and impacts illumis starkiller base we kind of touched on it's great to just kind of have that level of confirmation I, I just absolutely geeked out of, over it. Nerd chills. Like, this is it. Um, now, again, I'll, 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 I'll say this. Uh, Illumest Darkiller Base is great. It's also slightly disappointing because it, it's not, and Force Awakens has not dealt with any reverence. Like, oh, you know what happened there? There's, that's where Jedi used to get their crystals, and we just blew it up. Yeah. So, but I don't care. I'll take that little kind of story hit to just have this, like, fun little, like, it just made so much sense. That's what they would do. Like, yeah. and, and the fact that it was with the empire and, and they they do talk about a, some of the Imperial remnants that go out, carry some of the secrets of the empire with them to the unknown regions and form the first order. So it makes sense that someone would be like, Hey, didn't we have a project going on here? Yeah. Cause Ilum's in kind of the unknown regions, wild space yeah. area. So, so, so yeah, to have them go like, we started a project yeah. that we could finish and that would truly make us the ultimate yeah. power. Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, you know, thinking about everything that happens there on Force in Force Awakens, that that's where the blade flies to Ray. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. where that kyber crystal probably started out, mm-hmm. unless we get a different story. And also, you know, Starkiller doesn't actually blow up. It, uh, it seems to kind of absorb that uncontrolled energy and become like a new star. Yeah. So there is a little bit of a nice kind of uh, very star Wars out of death. There is new life. And, and the strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know what? We just, uh, we just wrote ourselves some good fan yeah, fiction and some greeting cards for star Wars. <laughs> um, I feel like a, a canon uh, idea that has been uh, at play elsewhere that was cool to see is this idea that different cultures understand the force. This galaxy is extremely old and mm-hmm. there are lots of different cultures. I love that the Zepho called it the life wind. Yeah. In uh, just that idea that, oh, it looks like the Zepho maybe understood it differently. Yeah. But you also got the sense of like, well, this Zepho was clearly devoted to the light. Right. This one clearly fell to the dark side. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. My dad called it the life wind too. And that was a different conversation. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I actually really, I don't know why I love more and more the idea that these other cultures have the force and different versions of it including all including the chiss and calling them skywalkers and everything yeah um the that legacy the legends of Luke skywalker book like the tide and everything like the mist weavers i don't know why i haven't figured out for myself why i like it so I think much it just powers this idea that it is ancient and true yeah right that it has existed long before any of the characters that we know and will exist mm-hmm. long after them and it, it just 
I think it speaks somehow to a feeling of um, connection. Yeah. That we might have different names for it, but this this sense that there is a larger universe for us to step into and understand yeah. exists. And everybody has been trying to figure out, figure it out. W- what it means, how to use it, what it has to tell us about life. Yeah. You know, that, like that's that. powerful to me. Um, the idea that a night sister survived the attack mm-hmm. of Grievous's army and that she can use her magic off of Dathomir. Yeah. I didn't have time to look up where I got that in my head. I think there's been, there are things in, I don't know if there's anything explicitly said in the clone wars, but there are things that made me think in database entries that their, their magic comes from okay, Dathomir. Okay. And I like that to, to getting to see night sister Marin go like, Oh no, I can. Yeah. I don't know if she took vials of ichor with her in order to be able to do those things, but mm. also, you know, makes it more sense why Palpatine was like, the Night Sisters might be a problem sometime. We got to wipe them out. Yeah. Oh, in yeah, the, yeah, in the totally. Clone Wars, because yeah. uh, Marin seems so powerful. I also will say, since since we're here, uh, that I, I didn't know we were going to Dathomir, and that was a thrill. Uh, yeah, yeah, aesthetically, one of the most beautiful uh, places, yeah. but I felt guilty slaughtering the Night Brothers. Oh, like, I really did too. Come man. on. They're just trying to get by. And I am an intruder, yeah. so I was like, "Can I just can I tap him on the head with a hilt?" There was it's a bigger conversation, uh, but the idea of you know, in in, in Battlefront Two, the story mode, you're, you're the concept of make a choice to be better comes from that scene of why Luke kills stormtroopers, why he doesn't kill Del, kill Del, kill Del Mico. Even the riot, one of the writers of Battlefront Two, Walt Williams, kind of tweeted out something kind of very positive about this game, but it was like, I didn't really feel like a Jedi a lot when I was slaughtering people who were begging for mercy. Yeah. Um, it's a different, deeper conversation. Um, but yes, I, so all that to say, yeah, there were some night brothers. I was like, ah, oh, man, sorry guy. Sorry. Yeah. Can I just knock you over? Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to push you off a cliff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the fortress inquisitorious on the moon, Nur. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Kanan has that line about, uh, Mustafar mm-hmm. in Rebels of like that's where Jedi go, right? So there was a little bit like when they were building up to like we got to go there. I was like, oh damn, are we going to Mustafar? And it all works for me canon wise yeah. that this was the base then. Maybe it moved there. Maybe Vader took you know True. special Jedi guests to yeah, Mustafar. Yeah. Um, but I did have a little bit of reaction to that. Yeah, I liked I, I liked it in general. I think you're right. There's some bigger questions that we might get an answer for. It's not a whole plot hole until you get the whole story. Um, but I, I just liked it in general. The only thing is, like, Vader goes through so much to build his fortress, and we've seen the comic and everything that goes on, but we do see that there was that Imperial kind of architect going around. And yeah. So maybe this oh, was yeah. early design, and that's why she's like, hey, you know, I worked on that one. But so, yeah, I, I did like it in the end, though. Yeah, yeah. it is a, a cool design. It's too bad you can't revisit it yeah. without... Uh, playing through the whole game. Um, So I think one of the super cool things is the customization. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how did you customize your lightsaber or your outfits, the Mantis BD one? What would you do? Uh, Mantis? No, because I have this really weird problem of like, they wouldn't take the time to put paint their (laughs) ship. BD one. I did though. I had a lot of fun. I, I, the one that's like the Yavin theme. Okay. Like something like Yavin. Uh, I, I, but I'd switch, I switch BB-8, uh, BB, BB-8, BD-1 every mission. I, I, oh, right. Nice. Um, I put a couple different ponchos on, but for the most part, I kept, kept Cal the same. Lightsabers. Yeah, I did. Mine, I wish I, I almost could take a, wish I took a, I could still take a screenshot of it. It was very like the one that had like leather kind of looking oh, around yeah. or a little darker. Yeah. I, I had a theme going with my lightsaber and I took, I made the, uh, 
they got rid of the wings on where the blade comes out. I don't oh, like the emitter. That. The, the emitter. Yeah, that was, I think, Jero's yeah. initial emitter. Get yeah. rid of that. I like more the classic Skywalker one from Jedi, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. screen blade, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The real saucer shape. Saucer shape. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you go double-bladed when you could? Oh, I did, yeah, yeah. And I did you keep it as soon as you were able to double-blade? I did, yeah. I did like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like a huge... Ray needs double bladed staff guy, but that was fun. It was really cool. And when you could split it apart. Oh yeah. 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 I went to Dathomir early and got to double blade early because I, I, because I went there before I was supposed to. And like, I can't remember how they hinted at me of like, basically like, you can't jump that high right yeah, now, Cal. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'll go to Kashyyyk and learn to jump. <laughs> Come back to Dathomir. Uh, this is, I think, one of the real um, triumphs of all of this r- fun, interconnected Star Wars world that I was able to make my Galaxy's Edge blade. Oh, yeah. So those go. parts are all Galaxy's Edge. So it, that was a That's ton great. of fun. It really made me invest more in finding all the chests to go, hey, can I? Can I? Actually, yeah. So I made a double-sided uh, uh, version of my actual lightsaber that I made in Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. Very cool. Went with that yellow blade. Um, I made BD1 green and yellow. I can't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, but okay. I really liked him when he was green with the yellow. I had the, that once. It's a weird color pattern, and I believe it was the second series of Empire Strikes Back trading cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Their, uh, their color enough. palette, so look looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned the Mantis into a bounty hunter ship, gave it <laughs> Boba Fett's colors. Why not? Uh, and I didn't like the ponchos instead of, until I found the Homestead poncho. Oh, I didn't play I didn't have that one. So Homestead, it's called Homestead, and it's got the kind of black and red designs that are on the roof of the oh, dining area in, oh, in uh, nice. the Lars Homestead. I'll have to go back and play for that yeah, find it. It, it. it like truly, not that I wasn't enjoying the game, but it upped my level of just like every time I looked at it, I was like, damn, that's I gotta, cool. I may have had it because I just didn't switch. I just, I, I kept it same, yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, understandable. So ton, ton of fun. I think that was a, a big part of the fun of the mm-hmm. game. Uh, as we begin to wrap up, because we only got so much time today, and as listeners mm-hmm. know, we could talk for hours. Let's talk about the end of the game because I think mm-hmm. a ton of juicy meaning there. How did you feel about the choice to destroy the holocron with the future generation of Jedi on it? Did it feel right? It did feel right on a few levels. On one, just like a little canon question of, well, if this if this goes on and somehow we in a sequel game we find all the names, a lot of Jedi run around and and maybe put a pin in that for me to come back to that. But um, so I liked it in that regard, just like cool, we don't have to deal with it. But two, I liked it the the the. The, the spiritual aspect of it. Let's let the force decide their fate in a way. Yeah, let's yeah. not force this on them. There, you know? yeah. I think I, like I, I think I resisted it at first because there's like the obvious canon implications. So like, yep, okay, you know, I kind of yeah. saw it coming, but then felt like you know, Cal had this vision of inevitably what would happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is he would be in the same position that he and Sarah are working through the trauma of. Yeah is that this awful darkness would, would hunt them. Um, but he'd also kind of gone, found like, well, I was just hiding on Braca, but it's good to have purpose. Yeah. So I felt like, ah, are you just, are you giving into fear? Mm. This is one possibility. Right. Yeah. Uh, or are you making a noble choice? And I came around to liking the choice because of exactly what, what you were saying, this mm-hmm. idea of whether or not the choice fits uh, with Cal and Sarah kind of reclaiming yeah. the mantle of Jedi. And I think it is because of Cal's line about, well, we'll just see what time brings them. Yeah. And that idea of 
let's look at the mistakes of the Jedi Order past. Mm-hmm. The Jedi Order in the past would have just just finds kids, yeah, and gives them Take a little them. bit of choice, yeah. but they're already gone from their family. Leave now or in an hour, right? <laughs> and to for them to go, all right, we are. We want to learn from the past and find a path forward. Mm. Do we want to take the choice to be a target right. away from a child? Yeah. And I think going like, we can't, it's not our place to paint a target on a child's back. Yeah. If they are meant to act, the force will move them to act. Yeah. To, to, yeah. A, to a moment of action, I thought was, was pretty elegant and cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that in the end, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, final question here. You already touched on it, but I want to dive in. How do we feel about more Jedi running around in this area, in this uh, era of time? Mm-hmm. You know, what fate do we want for them, all that? I posted this in the Force Center Discord server, so uh, listeners there will have heard it before. I kind of need Cal and Seer to die. <laughs> Uh, that was, that was going to be, uh, my joke as well, that I want a sequel to this video game. Cause I think they're leaving mm-hmm. it open for a sequel sure are. and I want that video game to be called Jedi fallen order Cal and Sears noble end. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. you, look, we've danced with this so much in star Wars storytelling. Yep. I like what they de- developed in rebels of like, yeah, maybe there's some other force users running around, but it's mm-hmm. Luke's destiny to face yeah. the empire. And I would love for Cal to do something noble. I would love for them to find a weird right. Zepho temple that needs to be guarded for eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think there are lots of missions and noble ends for right. Jedi, but I don't want it to just be like Cal. Like, yeah, I heard about that rebellion, but it didn't feel right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fighting a frog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, right. Uh, but it's also, it's his path. He, he, yeah. he reclaimed the mantle of Jedi. See, yeah, yeah, and it, it, it is somewhat canon problematic, canonatic, uh, canonatic problem, <laughs> um, and, and that's that's my issue with it. But but so I like I like canon, I like Ezra, I like what Obi Wan tells Ezra, you're not supposed to be here. I love all that. So it doesn't take away from me, Luke, the New Hope, the Last Jedi, that path, that is the big chosen one destiny. That's something bigger and different. I, I, I say this. Uh, George Lucas created this problem when he, in 77, gave us a movie where the wise old wizard said, that's been a long time. Everyone's gone. Dad, you're kind of it. And then realistically, you get the prequels and suddenly it's like, well, that was only 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes, there was this purge, but we know that didn't end it because people were, two of them at least, got away right in front of our eyes as viewers. So it makes sense there'd be more. And 20 years isn't a long time. <laughs> so, uh, though I can, I, the uh, Palpatine did a good job changing the narrative and erasing it. The Jedi were bad. Oh, the right. Jedi didn't exist. I'm on board for that. But, but, so I think you have to kind of answer that, 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 that little problem George created. Yeah. I, yeah. Remember the Jedi? The ones from two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it works for me. I just, uh, Maybe they don't need to die, but they need to be taken off the playing board for me. Yeah, I I, I agree. They need to get off the board in some way, and it doesn't have to lessen their story, because I think right, it is no. such a, a noble idea of having purpose. So I was happy with the slashing of the holocron, and it's a fun final line of, like, where to next? Yeah. But I don't want it to be Grease going, like, let's go to Canto Bite. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because they both decided. Yeah we are going to do something and, and Marin yep. has the, I want to see the galaxy. So I want them to go and fight Huge the empire fuck. for a while, mm. put it, put a dent in the tyranny. Yeah. Maybe you can easily create some noble story. Yeah. 
you know, maybe they awaken the Zepho somehow <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and have a truly noble and any final thoughts on Jedi Fallen Order? Just a quick picture, man. I, I know I was a little frustrated. Some of the gameplay that comes through, but in the end, this is such an accomplishment. It brought such joy to so many fans and I celebrate anytime someone loves Star Wars. We all do here at Force Center and, and this game. I'm glad it exists. I'll probably play it again. I'm going to do I'm on a little kind of completion journey myself, but I might do it all over again to appreciate the moments too because some, sometimes I don't appreciate the first time around because I'm like got to get to the next level. Yeah. So we'll do it again, but love, love, love the the game exists. Yeah, I think it is a, a, a fun game with a really, really powerful story. It lets you go some places and do some things that are truly moving. It rewards people who have followed the canon deeply. And even if you're just a casual Star Wars fan, you get to have just the fun and thrill of running around with a lightsaber, doing double jump flips and pushing stormtroopers off things uh, and tells a lot of uh, lovely needed stories about processing trauma and grief. And the final thing I will say is, uh, if, if you're the kind of player who's played fast, I had so much fun every time we landed somewhere to just keep pushing the talk button. One of my favorite things to do until you get to the point where you've been having a lovely conversation and then Seer has to say things like, I don't have anything left to say, Cal, (laughs) Cal, I'm trying to meditate. Cal, you, you better get out there. <laughs> and then they just stand there staring at you. <laughs> Cal's just standing there. The wind. Good luck to you, Cal. Blowing through his glorious ginger hair, waiting for his destiny. I think that's fun, too. Uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's all we have to say on Jedi Fallen Order. But we know you have a lot to say, so you can find us on Twitter. Go to Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Force Center. If you like our Facebook page, we're on Instagram. YouTube podcast available in a lot of spots. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash Force Center. And we also got merch on T Public. You can follow me at catnapsuck.com for all information. It's Joseph. They can go to josephscrimshaw.com for your journeys. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at josephscrimshaw. So that is it. Get back to play and we'll see you next time here on Force Center. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.